Hi guys, welcome to Made It Happen Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Hayflin. Made It Happen Podcast is a series highlighting young female founders who took a chance and launched their own business. Through interviews with young female entrepreneurs, Made It Happen is dedicated to inspiring others through stories of those who've experienced going out on their own firsthand, discussing all the highs and the lows. It can be easy to see the glamorous side of starting your own business through the internet and social media, but what does it really take behind the scenes to launch and run your own successful business? Hear how these inspiring female founders made it happen. So today on the podcast, we have Abby White. Abby, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. Yes, I'm excited to have you. I'm excited to talk. So how about we start us off by having you tell us a little bit about yourself and your business? Okay, so I am 24. I live uh, downtown Burlington in an apartment, uh, just me and my cat. <laughs> uh, I've, I've been doing photography kind of as a side hustle for almost 10 years now. And I started doing videography in the last four years. Um, and I've really loved that over, over the time. And then recently within the last year, I kind of fell in love with self de- development and I kind of became obsessed with like self-help books and setting goals and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I've kind of dove into becoming a life coach now kind of helping people set goals and get inspired and live an amazing life. I'm always kind of cheesy and I say life is goes by so fast that everyone deserves to live a life that they love and work and do something that they love and I just want to help as many people as I can get to that point and and love their life as much as I have found over the last year. Wow yeah that's amazing I love that. So yeah, definitely some different industries there. And I guess starting with photography um, that you said you've been doing for the past 10 years, how did you first get into that? So I, I always was obsessed with making videos on my VHS, like my family VHS player when I was younger. Every single weekend, I'd have my friends over and we'd make little videos and stuff um, at at a really young age and I was always obsessed with like looking at family photos old photos it's just always been a thing for me and memories all that kind of stuff so in high school I think grade nine I started I got my first little DSLR camera and I started just doing it for fun Um, I went on Flickr. I don't know if you remember what that was. It's like a photography website kind of thing. And that's kind of where I became obsessed with looking at all these other people's photography and I started falling in love with it. So I did one of those, it was called a 365 challenge. So I took a photo every single day for a year to practice and it actually taught me so much and it gave me a good portfolio and then I I guess just because I practiced every day and like was consistent I just kind of fell in love with it more and and I would just ask my friends to model for me and then that kind of turned into side jobs I would do them for really cheap and 
And then I started doing like family stuff and, and kind of grew from there. Wow. Yeah, no, that's incredible. And I think I do remember the site that you're talking about. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's great. And then, so once you're, I guess, looking to do sort of your photo shoots, how do you, where do you find the inspiration or, you know, if you're, if you have a client per se, um, you know, the inspiration for what to do there? Well, back in the day, it was definitely Flickr. It was that website. I would spend all my time on that. But nowadays, it's Instagram or Pinterest. There's so much good stuff on Pinterest. I make boards of just inspiration. Even if it's for one shoot, I'll pin a bunch of photos just to look at as I'm shooting and just get inspiration. And just looking at other people's work and kind of trying new things. Like if I feel like if you're taking risks when you're doing photo shoots, it just helps and kind of turns into something special. Yeah, absolutely. And do you have any advice for someone who's maybe just starting out in photography? Um, yes. I would say my best advice would be to just practice as much as you possibly can. Do as many free shoots as you possibly can um, and do it because you love it, not not to make money. I feel like anything you do in life, if you are passionate about it and you start off as doing it because you actually love it and you enjoy it, then the money will follow. So I would say pick up your camera every single day and just try to get creative and, and shoot every single day. Yeah, that's definitely really great advice. Um, I absolutely agree. And then you just said also that you've recently sort of switched into a new industry as well, career shift into becoming a mindset and life coach. Um, how did you get into this industry? It just kind of ha came to me the last year. I, I started reading some good self-development books and I fell in love with it. And it just, I kind of realized over the last year that this is something that I could do every single day and never get sick of is working on myself and then also helping others work on themselves through what I've learned and the techniques I've used over the last couple of years. Um, I've, I've feel like I've changed my life just from my mindset and, and becoming more positive and kind of using the law of attraction and all that to just better my life. And I feel like I have good knowledge of it. So I want to try to help others do the same. Yeah, definitely. And I guess um, with helping others, is there sort of one key piece of advice that you would share as a life coach um, for the listeners? I would say just try to become optimistic, I guess. That's me kind of talking about the law of attraction, whereas positivity brings in more positivity and I feel negativity brings in more negativity. So I would just say, try not to resist the way the world is. Life happens for everyone. And the only thing you can control is how you react to the world around you. And also kind of fake it till you make it almost. I, I think if you act like the person you want to become, then, and you trick your mind into believing that there's no other option. I feel like you can accomplish anything, anything you want. And just don't be scared to, to try new things, 
if you if you I feel like a lot of young people don't know where they should be going in their 20s they feel lost but I would say just try stuff and test it out and you're never too old to to find what you're passionate about definitely definitely really great piece of advice um and then with this transition you know how has it been going from um you know being a photographer to going into sort of a different route where it's you know the life set and mind coach how has this transition been for you I feel like I am lucky because the transition to becoming a life coach, I wasn't, it's not like I'm taking some huge risk and having to put a whole bunch of money into it. It's fairly easy for me to start up this on the side um, while I still do some bit of photography and kind of transition out of that. So I pretty much just did this simple stuff like I got a new email address and a website and kind of started there and I'm doing training and all that kind of stuff on the sidelines. So I'm pretty lucky with that. Some businesses you have to kind of throw a lot of money into, but I'm, I found it, I found it pretty easy. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely a great point. And then with, I guess, either business, um, you know, it is, it's a very client based Um, How do you market your business for either one and find those clients? So for the life coaching, that's kind of my next step is my next challenge is going to be how to find my clients, but I'm going to kind of take what I've learned from photography and videography. And I would say the best thing is to um, reach out to as many people as you can. So I feel like now with the internet and social media, it's so much easier to just copy and paste an email and send it to a whole bunch of people, even offering to work for free. I did a couple weddings, um, third shooter actually. So there was three of us and I just did it for free just to get the portfolio going. So once I had the photos, then I could show them on my Instagram and everything, which is also really great for, for marketing yourself. Sometimes I would put a bit of money towards ads, but I'd say the best thing would be to try to find a mentor in your area and just learn from them, offer to work for them for free, offer to just assist them, anything that can, can get your, your name out there. And word of mouth is definitely important. I feel like most of my clients came from friends of friends or I'd shoot someone's wedding and I would immediately tag them on Facebook with one of the best photos so that all their family and friends could see it right away, which got, which got me a lot of attention that way. Um, but also, yeah, reaching out over email is good because in the last year I did a lot of traveling. So what I would do is I, I wanted to go to Costa Rica. So I emailed probably like 70 resorts and I just said, I'm a photographer. I do video too. If, if you can allow me to stay for free, I can shoot you content. So that gives me, um, some stuff for my portfolio as well. So me and my friends actually got to stay in like an amazing 
villa in Costa Rica with an infinity pool. Like it was next level. And if you just put yourself out there and reach out, the worst that anyone could say is no. So that would be my best advice would be to just keep, keep asking because the worst they can say is no. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. Um, that's definitely a great piece of advice there. And then do you sort of find it challenging at all, um, balancing your time while you're owning, I guess, two businesses now? Um, and how do you manage this? That's a hard one for me. I have bad time management skills. So I try to stick to routines. It's so hard working from home. Um, and especially during this time, I used to go to a coffee shop and stuff, and that would kind of get me to be more focused. But um, I try to just schedule a morning routine. I, I Even though I could sleep in because I work for myself during the week, I force myself to wake up at the same time every day. And I kind of do my morning routine and I start work at the same time every day. And I still find myself getting distracted. Sometimes I have to put my phone in another room. Um, I find it helps a lot to kind of write down what you want to accomplish for the day. I'm obsessed with making lists almost too much. And I kind of, sometimes I put times with what I want to accomplish. So I'll say at 3 p.m. I have to work on this so that you know when that time comes around, you're going to give yourself the time to actually focus on that one task. And that's kind of helped me a bit more. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with that. Um, and, you know, yeah, being able to get into that mindset for those tasks is definitely important. And so when you were, yeah, I guess, yeah. starting out, when did you know that um, this was sort of a full-time job and like this is exactly what you wanted to do when you were going into photography to take that leap to make it full-time? So I actually worked for um, a marketing company. It was actually my cousin's marketing company. It's called Be Social Marketing. And I worked for them for a couple years and I loved it and I had so much fun, but I found myself doing enough side work that I just kind of, I said, it's now or never. If I don't leave this company and just give my own business a hundred percent, then I'm, I may never do it. So I kind of just had to take that risk and take the leap and just tell myself I don't have an option. I kind of have to make this my full-time work. So I, and that kind of made me hustle more. So I would reach out more to, to clients and offer promotions and that kind of stuff and just follow up more to try to get more jobs because I, I didn't really have a choice. And I knew that if I forced myself and went full-time with it, then I would have no other option kind of than to to find the work. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. Uh, and then is, was there any sort of other challenges you've had to overcome um, with owning, I guess, either of your businesses? I would say the hardest thing would be to find clients. That's when you're starting out, that's the hardest thing that can be slow at first, but again, just take it day by day, try to reach out to as many people as you can, word of mouth is great. Um, and then the other, I guess the other main struggle would be just 
time work management, working from home and, and having to just organize your time right and not get distracted and actually try to, to get stuff done at home. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And then is there any sort of other plans for either of your businesses that you'd like to share? Yeah, so I have tons of plans that are hopefully coming up soon for my life coaching business. I want to I want to sell some guides and just kind of resources that people can buy as ebooks or stuff like that that I found has helped with using the tips that have helped me over the year, last year and kind of condense them into ebooks or online guides and stuff so that people can kind of learn my techniques on their own and try to put that into their own life. And um, I, yeah, so I just kind of want to have some, some online resources for people. Um, I want to make some videos since I, I do have the right equipment. I want to, I want to make some videos, some informational videos, um, how to videos, kind of like how to make a vision boards, that kind of stuff. Um, I, I'm looking into creating some fill out journals. So I've felt that journaling has really helped me and just like writing down goals and setting goals. So I kind of want to use kind of my creativity and my photographs and put that into some kind of a journal book for people to fill out every single day. And then I also kind of want to start a podcast just to talk about life tips and all that kind of stuff. So everything is just in the beginning stages, but I have so many ideas, so I'm excited. Yeah, that sounds very exciting and congratulations. Um, yeah, definitely a lot of exciting things to come and I'm yeah. excited to sort of see what you do with it there. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Me too. And do you want to just tell our listeners where they can find you on social media or online? Okay, so you can find me on Instagram at abbyxxwhite, A-B-B-Y-X-X-White. And um, my website is abbywhite.ca. And then I'm also on TikTok <laughs> at Create Your Dream Life. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on and for, you know, sharing your journey as well as so many great tips for other people. And I'm definitely so excited to see all of those future plans for your business. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun. Um, and do you have any sort of final thoughts before we finish up here for the listeners? I would just say it's your duty as part of this world to be happy and to live a fulfilling life. That's what I believe. So if you can do anything to just make yourself happier, I feel like that'll impact the whole world and kind of just create a better area for all of us. And yeah, I would just say it's not scary. Follow your dreams, do what you have to do to make your life the, the best life that you've always dreamed of. Thanks for listening to Made It Happen Podcast, the podcast highlighting female entrepreneurs. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, leave a review, and I'll see you next week.